Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Denison Callahan with our pal Mike Lupica and his provocative commentary on the New York Daily News, his appearances on ESPN and a new book called Game Changers, which we will get to in just a second. Speaking of games changing and the narrative changing, uh, a week ago, three days ago, hell, 48 hours ago, we were looking at these gritty Boston Celtics and saying, maybe they've caught a little lightning in a bottle here. Maybe, just maybe, there's a run in these guys that could throw a little scare into Dwayne Wade and LeBron James, and maybe if everything falls right, go to the NBA Finals, and then anything could happen. Well, the narrative has changed. They lost a one-point game to the Philadelphia 76ers. They've lost the home court advantage. They're going to Philadelphia. Paul Pierce is a hobbled Paul Pierce, the narrative has changed on this team almost in a blink of an eye. The Miami Heat now have the easiest road to the finals I've ever seen. I mean, Knicks, Pacers, and either Celtics or Philly, that is They're going to miss Bosch. I I don't believe that Bosch is an insignificant loss as this thing goes forward. I don't think they need him to beat the Pacers, but, you know, they played four hard games against the Pacers uh, during the regular season. Pacers are physical. Somebody's going to have to step up. And, and at least establish some sort of – and I'm not saying that Bosch is some sort of great inside presence, mm-hmm. but somebody's going to – all right, Celtics last night, you you've already, you guys have talked about it. I, I have no idea what Rondo was doing. They score a basket up one there. The game's over, okay? I, the, 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 there's a million And, and things. it's notable that Ray Allen scored the basket, the, the one that put up 75. So Ray Allen's got his, got his groove on at this point. I, I love Rondo. I, 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 you know, what, what they're doing is amazing. I, I, I was saying to you guys during a break, I would have never believed in a thousand years that Kevin Garnett would ever play at this level mm. again. Two years ago when he was looking like he, he couldn't make it yeah. up or down or flight of stairs, now he's playing at this level. And by the way, here's the thing. I didn't like that call either last night. You extend your arms on, on a pick. You're begging the rep to make that call. But Ron, to me, the whole ball game was Rondo. I, I Pound of the ball, pound of the ball, pound of the ball, pound of the ball, and then it's like J.R. Smith for the Knicks. J.R. Smith loves to catch the ball with seven seconds left so he can take enough dribbles and then shoot it and act like, hey, I had to shoot it. I tried. I tried. I did everything I could. So that, to me, everything that happened after that started with Rondo taking a bat. The the, the offensive foul, yeah, you can make a case about that. Doc, listen to Doc's explanation. It makes sense to foul because – with a foul to give, they're going to cut the four seconds on the differential mm-hmm. down to two. But Ron, I have no idea what Rondo thought was going to happen. He was on petulant that. about something. He was mad about something. You could see him demonstra- demonstrably waving KG out of the spot. Paul Pierce threw, ignored uh, through the lane, ignored both of them. And the egregious part was Ray Allen came free in a perfect offensive set. Perfect <laughs> offensive set. And and Rondo, honest to God, I couldn't believe what I watched. Looks at him. It says, nah, no, nah, I'm not going to get nah. the ball. I'll just hold it and pound it here. Till right, the right. That was their out. best chance. I mean, uh, clearly, you know, Ray's obviously a much better shooter than Rondo, but, you know, Pierce didn't have it. You know, Garnett maybe was, was gassed at that point. Their best chance was to get an open look for Ray Allen, and Rondo passed on it. And, Mike, how would you assess the the, the national perception of this Celtic team? I mean, they, they almost took on maybe they are now, underdog status. Yeah. And generally, nine out of ten times, you sort of, if you have no dog in the fight, 
you root for the underdog status. I have the sense that it's this weird daily double where, yes, they've taken on the underdog status, but nobody's rooting for them outside of Boston. There's still the Boston Celtics, and I, I, I still think that that people say, yes, Garnett is this and, 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 and Ronda's this, but it's, they have it, They root for the Celtics about as often as they root for the Los Angeles Lakers. Yes. Okay? But my, my dear friend Bob Ryan has the greatest line about the Celtics team. They're in the fifth year of a three-year plan. Okay? <laughs> they're, they're trying to, But if they get to the final four, if they can scratch their way through this, if they get to the final four, just off of what we saw in the regular season mm-hmm. between the Heat and the Celtics, I think. But now the challenge is they got to go and get a game in Philadelphia, come back to Boston, get game five, and then put all that pressure on the the Sixers back home for game six. And then, you know, the Miami 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 Heat will probably be rested and ready and even without Bosch. That's not much. Number six. But, but, but then people will start six, rooting for the Celtics. In number that six. Number six is so highly motivated. Good. And he's so – he's <laughs> one of the greatest players I've ever seen – and that's why I, I want uh, – I never thought I'd say this. I want the Heat to win the championship this year because he's too good mm. to have to carry this around for another well, you year. You know who covers him when they play Boston, don't you? Paul Pierce, who is hobbled, right. who can't has no lift. Um, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to see LeBron James win, but he's going to win. He's got. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to win the title, but he's going to win the. He, here's the thing about him, and, and this sounds crazy. Am, am I cutting into my book time? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> because you have to plug these appearances, we have a lot to get to. I may have to stay on. Okay, here's the thing about LeBron James, and this is. It sounds crazy when you say this. If you can remove the decision from his resume, okay. Okay. If he doesn't make that bone, if he doesn't listen to his visors and make that boneheaded thing. Okay. In your neighborhood, right? He was right. I was there. I was there that night. They, they, actually, his people tried to get me thrown out of the Boys and Girls Club. And, and I said to one of the guys, fine. I said, you, you really, I just, I'm going to tell you this. You don't know me very well. You, you're trying to do this to the wrong person. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I, I plan to do this for a long time. You don't. So anyway, I stayed. If you remove that, here's a kid who came from high school and has impeccable basketball values. Impeccable basketball values. He is a great teammate. He is a great player. He is everything that we want the modern athlete to be. He doesn't go off and say stupid things to the media. He made one stupid decision. But other than that, how can you root against LeBron James? It's easy. I find it easy. It just, the whole decision to go to the Heat and stack that team. And then the not one, not two, not three. I don't know if you're a fan of Pat Riley's. I am not. When they show his face, I have a very easy time rooting against Pat Riley. We had our ups and downs. One of the more miserable human beings I've ever met. And I see his face there and I say, okay, I'm rooting for the other guys. And isn't it fun to see him struggle a little bit, LeBron James? A lot has come easy for him. And, and Wade, But to too. me, he's currently the greatest star no in American professional sports. Okay, it's not Tiger anymore. Well, that's for sure. It's not any other baseball player. It's Josh Hamilton. Josh Hamilton's may, close. But, but here's, did you see the way he accepted his MVP? He's learned his lesson. I'll give him that. He came out with the suit on. His teammates all had and, their and warm-ups. And came off well. And nobody the, even smiled. They just said, we, we were here to win a championship. It was the opposite of the dance smoke show no, thing no, they that, did. That, that, that all was stupid. But just the way he plays the game, it's to me, it's, it's you know, Michael Jordan's the greatest thing I ever saw. He was the main event for me. But Michael Jordan was my Willie Mace. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, I saw them all. I saw every one of those championships. Um, he's the gold standard for me. And I, he will, LeBron will never win as much as Michael did. But, and Kobe's been something else. But this kid is, is pretty special. Game Changers. Yeah. New book out. Yes. 
What's it about? It's about it, it. It at its core, it's exactly what I think Doug Flutie must have been like at the age of eleven. <laughs> no, no, this this book is an homage to, to Flutie, and it's about a kid who's a great little football player at eleven, and it's probably the kind of kid that his name is Ben McBain that that Jerry has coached, and he. Oh, can, I could think right he, as soon as you said that, I got a kid. Mike, he's, he his name's Mike Calabro, and he was the same. He was like a little Flutie. Hey, Jerry, don't you get the sense of if he's doing this in New York, he says it's an homage to Wayne Krebet. No, 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 no. I was on the Today Show the other day. I talked to you about Flutie. Flutie's my guy, okay? And he, he this kid wants to be a quarterback. Uh-huh. But, and, and Jerry will appreciate this. He's got to get past the coach's son. The coach is a former MF, NFL player. Mm-hmm. The coach's son is big and strong and looks the part. But everybody on the team knows that my little guy like ought to be playing quarterback. And it's the story of him trying to be a good teammate but but get to his own dream of, of being a quarterback. It's the first series I've written. This is the first of three books. In fact, it's going to be called the Game Changers series, and I'm going to take these kids. It's like my old Chip Hilton series when I was a boy. We're going from basket, from football. I've already written the next one for next spring, basketball to baseball. And – it, it, it's a gang of kids that they call themselves the core four. Uh, 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 one of them is a girl, doesn't play. Um, and these kids just embody everything that I think is good about youth sports. Jerry has coached. He knows that you've got to preserve loyalty and friendship and teamwork, that you have to teach that. And Ben McMain embodies all this because the other quarterback actually asks him to help him. Hmm. So he's helping because he thinks it makes him a good teammate, he's helping the kid whose job that he knows he ought to have. It's it's really a fun story. It's like what Euclid is pretending to do with Middlebrook. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, I really like you. Yeah, right. Really. Do. So can I plug where I'm going to be? Because Absolutely. the force of this show is so tremendous. I'm going to be at Willow Books in Acton, Mass. tonight at 7 o'clock. I Willow will be Brooks, at the Wellesley Free Library tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock. I will be at the Barnes & Noble in Nashua, New Hampshire, it's six thirty on 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 Thursday night, and just going to see mom and dad. It's but an excuse. But Jerry, can write it yeah, off. Can you write this down? You have we have all these appearances. I will get them. Jerry, th- you have coached. You immediately knew who I was talking about. Yes, there's a kid on every team. There is. That's who Ben McBain is, and. And for when, when I told Flutie I was doing this, I said in the book, he said, thanks for keeping me relevant. I said, oh, yes, you certainly need me to do that. I was picking up Alex at Boston College yesterday. Every time I go by the statue, I just roll down the window and go, hi, Doug. Uh, <laughs> All right, Willow Books in Acton today at? S- 7 o'clock tonight. 7 o'clock. Yep. Wellesley Free Library tomorrow. 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock. And what was the third one? And I will be at the Barnes & Noble, Nashua, New Hampshire, Daniel Webster Highway, Nashua, New Hampshire, at 6.30 on, on, on Thursday night. And then I'm back in Boston over the weekend because Alex Lupica wow. is graduating. Congratulations. Another time I didn't make the cut for the Bob commencement. Bob Woodruff yeah, is well, the speaker? Well, well you, there's nothing not to love about Bob Woodruff, but, you know, they, they did yeah, once again I, I bypass think, a very prominent woman. I think you're more famous <laughs> yeah. than Bob Woodruff. No, nah, listen. did get himself blown up in Iraq. Bob Woodruff is... <laughs> Down covering his old friend John Edwards' trial in Greensboro. He? Yes, he is because oh, yeah. he got lied to on national television by John Edwards. Remember when yeah. when uh, they 
offer this to Bob Woodruff? Did they put? Did they offer it to Bruce Springsteen and tell him to let us, know, you know, take your time, let us know, and then they tell Woodruff if Springsteen declines, you're in. Are you, will you be ready to go? <laughs> Do you have you a speech it, written? Jerry, you mean it's like the Miss America thing? If, if, if for any reason Bruce Springsteen can't serve, we've got you as you're the last wait, standby passenger for first class. And they wait till like sun. What's graduation Monday? Monday. So Sunday, like at six p.m., <laughs> yes. they call Bob. Yeah, Springsteen's gonna pass. They'll Bob pull, Woodruff will be great. They'll they'll pull a little sword and say, warm him up in the bullpen. Well, well, get, get her sizer in. All right, Will he sing the anthem? Will he do anything there? Do they, or does he just show up and sit there in like in a leather jacket in the crowd with you? We've got a we've got a Lupica graduating on Monday. We have a Springsteen graduating on Monday. We have a, a Costas graduating on Is a stu- is he uh, his daughter's not uh, old enough to graduate. Right. Uh, he, we've got a Costas graduating and we have a Mara graduating all wow. on uh, on uh, uh, now, here's my question. Here's my last worldly question okay. for you today. If it's a good thing banking doesn't work the way sports does, because don't you think Jamie Dimon would have a little trouble hanging on to his job at <laughs> J.P. Yes. Morgan? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Where'd that $2 billion go? It's around here somewhere. It's around here somewhere. <laughs> Mike Lupica, the book is called Game Changers. It's book number one in a series. New York Times bestselling author Mike Lupica, our friend. Good to see you, Mike. Always a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Mike Lupica with DNC. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.